Welcome to Five Pints In, the show where we are literally five pints in. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, chaps. All right, it's a little bit of a different episode this week. Ian is in London, so I'm here. Jordan, I'm with Connor, of course. How you doing, Connor? What's up? And then, uh, Ian, you're over there in London. So uh, let's talk a little bit about... Um, t- tell us a little bit about how it's been over there. Well, I had a strange morning as soon as I landed. Um, last week, we spoke about our pet peeves about the game. And I failed to mention one of, one of the things I hate more than anything is when the players go over and talk to each other or talk to the coach or talk to the referee with the hand over the mouth. Like, what's happening there, you know? Well, no, is it the, about, about to take a free kick? Do they think one of the defenders in the wall has got his, his mobile phone in his sock? <laughs> and that his mate, his mate is watching the telly and he's read the lips and he's going to phone his mate in the wall and say, this is what they're going to do. <laughs> no, Where does that come from? You I know, don't get it. I, I know, what it, I know uh, what it came from. Where did it come from? Um... Go? Players getting in trouble for swearing and people being able to read their lips. Oh, really? Yeah. So they can, you know, be as racist or <laughs> swear as much as they want if they got their hand over their mouth. You well, know? I don't think they're being racist. I know, but they could say whatever they want. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, but you know what it is? If you've got, like, an Ashley Young who was the worst of all the weasels, you know when players run up to the ref and you see them moaning? Azpilicueta does it as much as I anyone. Know, I know, I'm I know. Just, no, no, I'm no, not no, just I'm, digging Chelsea out. I agree with you, yeah. I but agree Ashley with you. Young used to do it. I think and Ashley you know Young, for a fact. I think Ashley Young is covering his mouth so he doesn't catch any more bird poop in there, to be fair. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair Remember enough. That? Yeah, that was, yeah that, was a, that was a strange one. But, but I never see... If you're going over to the ref and you're covering your hand over your mouth, you can't be saying good things, can you? Exactly, you yeah. must be trying. You must be trying to say... We, we, we say all the time, don't gesture for a yellow card. Don't put your hand in the air. They're probably doing the same thing, saying to the ref, that's a bad foul. You know, you should book them. They can't be saying anything. If you've got to put your hand over your mouth, you must be doing something out of order. Well, it's, it's funny, though. I mean, I, I feel like they've almost inherited it from the NFL because the coaches will do that because the other team literally has players in the uh, coaches in the stands with binoculars looking at what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like they've in, inherited it. I mean, it's, it's well, so does, stupid. How does he relay that to the other team? Uh, no, he, has the a heads, he has a headset on. They've, yeah, got, they've, actually got, they've actually got coaches that stand in the bird's eye view or whatever it's called. The bird's nest. I know. Or... I know for a, I know for a fact over here in the states, somebody has been banned from stealing signals. Yeah, it's <laughs> I ridiculous. Think it was more baseball. I think it was baseball. Probably. Yeah, but at the same Very time, much. look, how soon can they get a message to the players on the field when they don't wear headsets? Well, that's what timeouts it's... are for, you know. <laughs> what kind of? Well, sport I'm, is a I'm talking about the football now, mate. I'm talking about the Premier League. Yeah. I'm talking about how fast can they get a signal? You see them, two or three of them standing on a free kick with the hand over the mouth, or you see them walking off after the game, and some of them now put the shirts over the face, as if like, let's have a chat. But I can't talk to you after the game without the cameras picking something up. Well, yeah, it, but... it's. I mean, everyone's getting cancelled and getting in trouble yeah, for everything. I think so. half of it is the media as well. You know, the, me- the media's sorry, <laughs> the media's going to take one thing in 
and they could snip any little sentence out of it and you know it's how i think it's how close the player the media is to the players now i think it's weird yeah i think players, it's, players it's still can get canceled yeah like yeah. what i don't know i mean i guess i guess they could just talk later on but like it's but you, you tell me is this taking it too far right i landed i landed at heathrow saturday morning looking forward to um throwing my bags in and getting to the emirates and I rented a car, and I'm getting on the, um, the budget bus to um, to go and get me car. And there's a fella sitting there. There was one fella sitting at the front. There was one fella sitting two rows from the back, and he looked like you know a little bit posh. Uh, and he had his he had his ear earphones in. He was on his phone. He was having a conversation already before I got on the bus. And he he looked at me as I walked past him and. And in all honesty, he sort of stared at me for a little longer than he should have. And there's only two reasons I think that happens. Is One is that he fancies you or he recognises you. And I'd like to think that he recognised me, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Either that or it's so, Trevor Morley. Easy, Tiger, come on. <laughs> you of all people. Anyway, so I went and sat at the back and... Uh, I'm sort of earwigging on the conversation. And I think he must have recognised because every time he spoke, he put his hand to his mouth. So I thought, definitely something to do with football. How pathetic is that? He's sitting on a budget bus and every <laughs> time he speaks, as if I'm, I'm listening in and I may tell somebody, it just must be habit for them now. So he looked like a referee. Mm-hmm. And then I heard him talk and he said something about He'd been over to Italy and he's on his way back and because of all the coronavirus. And um, and it sounded like an official conversation, like he was talking to somebody high up within the refereeing circuit. And Was he sitting um, there doing the VAR TV signal to the bus driver? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but the bus driver wasn't looking. No. He would have got it wrong anyway, wouldn't he? Yeah. So anyway, so he's, he's having this conversation... And every time he speaks, his hand is going to his mind. I couldn't stop laughing to myself. Anyway, at the end of the conversation, he did say something along the lines that, oh, it was into Milan, so he's probably supposed to go over there and referee a game. But because of the coronavirus, and, and now that he's back, he said, oh, I've got to be put into quarantine and all this. And I'm thinking, oh, it sounds really official. And at the end of his conversation, he went, all right, Mum, I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> I couldn't, I burst out laughing, I swear to God. It, it makes me think, like, at Stockley Park, it's not It's not a proper room with videos. It's somebody sitting in a shed at the end of his garden in in the freezing cold. With his hand over his, his mouth. Little, yeah, with his little monitor. And then there's a knock at the door and his mum has brought mm. his tray of chicken soup. Yeah. And make sure you drink your hot chocolate. It's funny, I thought I saw, I thought I saw Mike Dean say... All right, Mum, in the United City <laughs> game yesterday when he was on the microphone. He could have done. Yeah. That's, anyway, that's anyway, the, the VAR for this week, what was it? I was, I was like, listen to me, I, I, I was in the West Ham end for the, for the Arsenal game and, and I forgot what it was all about, I'll be honest with you, and I sort of lost myself a little bit. Um, to be amongst the supporters, Yeah, it was... Um, Honestly, 
it was it was awe inspiring for me. Um, I sort of crept in a little bit without being noticed or recognised. You know, I did buy my own tickets. Typical true West Ham supporter, even though it was against Arsenal. Uh, I wanted to be amongst the fans, and uh, I got in there, watched the first half without a lot really happening. And I think I think West Ham had the chances to to kill the game off, and um, yeah. and didn't. And I'm sure the soft underbelly of Arsenal they would have crumbled if if we had it done, you know. Um, but I got to half time, and like while the the injury time came along I thought we'll go out and get a beer and then that was it I didn't get back till I think it was the 54th minute I didn't get back to my seat because they're still serving <laughs> <laughs> you're only four pints in and the whistle blows. yeah fair enough alright you two alright no I was actually recognised yeah well we've actually up- we've got a we've got a great video we'll play um We'll play the audio for it, this one. And I think we will have the, the video up next time uh, when you're back over here. We'll have the video podcast set up. But we'll play the audio uh, in this video uh, so you can listen to it. And we posted the video on Twitter. So um, Can you can you two sing along with it so it sounds like more people will sing it? <laughs> yeah, I just changed the lyrics, though, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, go on. Go on. <laughs> So, so what what happened was, started getting pictures taken. The fans were were sort of they were brilliant. Yeah, you know, I forgot how much how much love I had for them people. It's just. You know the 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 East Enders, typical, not you two, typical where I was <laughs> where I was brought up. You seem a little bit posher than me, but um, you know we're, we're like the guy people. on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like the yeah. You are, you are. <laughs> You're probably more his child. I've than actually, mine. I've actually got my hand over my mouth right now as we're talking. Have no, you, mate? I, That's because you got bad breath, and Connor doesn't want to smell it. <laughs> No, I well, you've been to... drinking whiskey again. You've been drinking whiskey again. Can you smell it through the microphone? There's something gone, mate. It'll make me sick that whiskey. <laughs> um, you so... know, you're definitely not mine if your whiskey's drinking. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so. yeah, I will. I will be honest. As a Chelsea fan, I'll say my favourite fans are probably West Ham fans. Because um, yeah. going to Upton Park, the amount of times we went, you know, obviously, like people knew you, obviously. Um, and some of them did. Some of them did. Yeah, some of them. Uh, everyone's lovely there. They all want to talk to you, and they want to talk about actual football, you know. And every conversation I was in, you know, they they always ask, you know, because they it's like they can smell it on you that you don't support West Ham, yeah. you know. And they always ask, and they always, you know. And when I would talk to them, they're like, "Who's your team?" And I wouldn't shy away. I'd just say Chelsea, and they would go, "You know what? I can respect that," because I would tell them why I started supporting Chelsea. It was way before the money, way before any of that, and they they respect good football talk and that's why I would always love them and Liverpool fans they're my favourite fans yeah. on the planet you know yeah well well, mate to be honest with you the banter that I had um, behind the goal with, with a lot of West Ham fans you know, you know things are going bad for the club and I know there's protests going on and, and that they have every right to be unhappy yeah um, you, you know but but it's still 
they have time for for the banter and they have time for ex players as well. I mean, you know, you know the the nice things that that was said to me just 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 being amongst them and 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 the thing is, they said to me, we can't believe you stayed for so long and took. There must have been like over a hundred pictures taken. Uh, I swear, I, I actually didn't want to leave and go back and watch the game. It was it was actually nice for me to have that feeling again. You know, I've been so long out of the game and and you sort of forget and some days you actually think did it really happen because it was that long ago but but when 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 you're in amongst it and and they pay you that respect and and you know I, I think if you've looked at me twitter the nice things that was said on there about you know we're just we're just normal people at the end of the day and and you get put on a pedestal which i hope i hope and i'd like to say that I've never really done that myself. I've never really put myself on the pedestal. You know, coming away from, from England and being away for so long and getting away from the game, it is lovely to go back. And when you go back and get the sort of reaction that, that they gave me, it does make me miss my time and, and being around them each week and, and, and every, even in the bad times. You know, I had two relegations, which, which wasn't pretty. We had to fight through it. And I'm sure they they understand because the majority have seen it before. Yeah, I still don't believe it's going to happen, and and I do believe that they are worrying for nothing, because they will, they will survive. I know for a fact. Um, but just being amongst them, still cracking jokes, still taking the piss out of me, while the game's going on, while the team's one nil down, and then afterwards at the end of the game, sticking around while the players come over and applauded them and they give their, their thanks to the players for the effort that they put in. Uh, and I'll never forget the time when City clinched the title uh, at the Etihad against West Ham and I was at the game. And um, and the West Ham fans stayed then after the game to applaud the City team with the trophy. Uh, there really is no other fans like them. And it did make me want to come home, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great being there. I mean, it's there's no other, I mean the the atmosphere there is yeah. crazy. I mean, I haven't been to the the Olympic Stadium yet, but the uh, the Berlin ground, uh, you know, it, we were there a couple of years ago. Um, we were there with uh, we were with Steve Harris actually, who will hopefully get on the podcast at some point if you can sort that out for us. But name dropping, son. No name dropping. But I wonder. But I wonder if those West Ham fans remember the cracker I scored at half time when you took me <laughs> on the field. Friggin' blind. <laughs> that was a good day, mate. I remember. How old was you? Four? It was probably like three or four, yeah. Three or four. You yeah. were injured. That was, that was, oh, was that a reserve game, wasn't it? Yeah, so, so I stood in for you, you know, and yeah. filled the boots. I think you yeah, I, do, I think I do remember after you got scared when you heard the crowd that I had to change your nappy at half time. Yeah, but they had to do that to you when you scored as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's no different, like father, like son. Happy <laughs> days, mate. So it sounds oh, like you're having a good. Oh, sounds oh, like you're having a good time over there, at least. Well, a good time, mate. How can you say a good time? Bournemouth lost, West Ham lost, Everton lost, uh, Man City lost, and Carlisle lost three 0 at home as well, which. It doesn't make for a good first weekend, does it? Considering no. next weekend, what I've got coming up, Bournemouth Saturday, West Ham Sunday, Everton Liverpool Monday, Man City Real Madrid Tuesday. 
here's me thinking what a yeah. trip it's going to be. And I start off in the first three days with, with five defeats. If you can just leave before the City-Real Madrid game, I think I'd be Cheers, okay mate. with yeah. that. Okay. you bring in that bad luck. Yeah, okay, mate. Yeah. No, well, you want me to miss? You asked me last week what was the game I was most looking forward to. Yeah. And it may have changed a little bit now because with, with Bournemouth and West Ham losing... I'm desperate for a Bournemouth win against Palace and a West Ham win against Wolves, which I think both will happen. I really do. The Everton-Liverpool thing, it's it's going to be the first Merseyside derby I've seen live since I think Liverpool beat Everton 5-0 at Goodison and Ian Rush got four, I think. I think that was the last one. So the Omens aren't good there neither. Yeah. But... Anytime you go to one of them games, it's uh, it's up in the air what happens. You know, it's hopefully it'll be like the old derbies. It'll be a little bit fiery. I know people don't fly in like they used to anymore, but there's a lot riding on it. Um, Everton don't go in on the back of a decent display. To be fair, mate, Chelsea gone against Everton. Was it was it a great Chelsea performance or a lacklustre? Poor uh, Everton display. It was a little bit of both, you know, like uh, Chelsea on, you know, I barely, at this point, I barely think they're Champions League ready, you know, so to say that and say, like, they're, they're on a little bit of a high right now. So, yeah, they played well. Um, I mean, I, I, I have the argument that the Liverpool-Chelsea game, it, it could have been 5-0, but that's due to... Um, Liverpool being so poorly, not Chelsea playing that well, you know. Um, yeah, it wasn't the same Liverpool, was it? They, they were probably no, the repercussions of a couple Liverpool, of results. Yeah. yeah, they've been off. I mean, they've, they've, been, they've I mean, been sloppy. Like you know? I said, they're, they're not the same Liverpool as last season. They've but been they sloppy don't, since day one. They've taken the foot off the gas, I guess. Because I mean, I think they can win it now. Yeah. Without winning another another game, you know. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I take a little bit of pride in saying that, like. I mean, I know they only put, like, um, the average age for um, the first game they lost against Villa all season. The average age for the team was, what, 19 years old? When the, when the first team was out uh, winning that ridiculous yeah. club, what is it, the Club World Cup or whatever. Something like that against Flamengo. Yeah, so I, I honestly take pride in saying that, like, I mean, we have a few uh, players missing. So th- this was Liverpool's first real defeat, you know, of the season. Oh, Watford. What do you mean, Jesus first real? Christ. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take it Sorry. back. Yeah, first yeah. real defeat in the FA Cup. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, what do you think, though? So there was, there's a few talking points. I mean, we'll, we'll skip around a bit here, but we've got Chelsea Everton. Um, we'll get to Gilmore in a second, but just one thing to revisit that we spoke about last week is we talked about Giroud playing and how you couldn't play a 4-2-3-1 with Giroud up top because you don't have those high and wide wingers that you need for the ball to be crossed in. Yeah. Frank Lampard listened to five points in last week yeah. and played <laughs> Willian and Pedro yeah. and Giroud in the middle. Exactly. So clearly he's tuning in um and it worked. I mean yeah. it, it makes sense you've got a you've got a tall he's number fi- 9. He's figuring out too late and I yeah. you know it's been obvious since the beginning of the season. Um, yeah. But I mean at least he's at least he's figured it out. You know, now we're actually... Chelsea have to prove something within these last, what, nine games now? Eight, eight, nine games, yeah, I believe. And now we actually have to prove something. And we finally picked up. So I have no complaints. You know, 4-0 against the 
not so good Everton side. Um, well, I don't. I'm not, you can't say not so good moon. Everton side. It was a not so good Everton performance because yeah, yeah. You know that they were unfortunate the week before not to take the points against Man United at home. Who, who are now I think ten games unbeaten, and I do have to bring up something I heard today was. Ten games unbeaten. Okay, Everton should have beat them last week. They were they were, they were still men and boys against Man City. 100%. Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. Two two goalkeeper mistakes, which we won't even pick up on because we should to actually though. have a. We should. Well, though. well, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, mate, is to actually have a go at that keeper after everything he's done. Exactly. You know what I mean. I, I the only reason I wanted to bring it up was because, like, Crediston Edison again. That it's been a month of keepers messing up, and in my opinion, the best keeper in the in the world on the planet because of his versatility and what he can do with the ball. Like I on it, like I argued, like he should just maybe one game play defensive mid. You know, well, like yeah. even that yeah. keeper messed up, and I think he was. I think he's the best. Yeah, the but best. then City would have to play with Bravo and goal, and yeah, I don't think yeah, Bravo has ever saved a shot. Well, well listen, look, look. the first one was a little bit similar to Pickford's the week before, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a similar... It was actually... It was weaker, and, and it, it it was actually a worse mistake yeah. than the second one, from, in my eyes, because the second one, he's just, lo- he's just looking to play, and that's what he does. The 1-0 down... And it's raining. And he's, and, and he's looking to get it forward uh, as quick as, uh, as he possibly can, which is what he's... What he's brilliant at. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair could... though, it wasn't with his feet, was it? He threw it out, so he's he's yeah, better, yeah, he's better a, with his feet. If he'd have put that, if he'd have put that down and launched it forward, what was it? The ninety-six minute. Yeah, if he'd he... put it, if he'd have put it down on the floor and launched it forward, the whistle. I, I think the problem, the problem he had was he was out to the right side of his box and he threw it across himself. Yeah, which even even as kids growing up, you're told not to pass square. Yeah, but you, you know, can, yeah, but can complain. Mendy wasn't out quick enough. You know, well, the floor was slippery as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that sounds like a crazy, a weird yeah. excuse too. But I mean, y- you can't blame him. I mean, you can't no, blame no, him. He's I'm, such I'm a good keeper. I don't think. Yeah, I don't never think he'll ever do anything yeah. like this again. No, I mean, look, he, you can't blame him. Yeah. You can't blame Pep's tactics. No. At, no. at the end of the day, no De Bruyne. I think Aguero. My question. Well, my question is. Like you one nil down and you take you take the man off who scored twenty two goals in twenty two starts, and and he still he, he puts one away and is offside with the s- smallest of margins again. Albeit when the VAR showed it, it it was offside. But yeah, I mean his chest, his, his chest was. I think his chest. Yeah, but he took he's he's took away the only real chance that they'd created. Why do you take him off when you one nil down? Yeah, I mean his finish you know, as well was insane for that. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, it was quality. But but my my issue is taking him out the game again. Yeah, he has a thing about taking him out the game. He, he, and, uh, sorry, he, on, ke- <laughs> he kept saying he was like, um, you know, last season, the season before, Pep kept saying he can only play Aguero and Jesus together when Mendy's fit, right? So because Mendy bombs on down the left side, and now Mendy's fit, and it's like he still doesn't, he still doesn't want to play them together. Think maybe using Cooper well, in a sauna with that. Uh, no, how would you? How would you incorporate Sane with that when you've got Mendy down the left? Where would Sane play? I think well, just as in like he's got that extra. I just think. I mean, you know, and I, I won't question Pep because I mean he's incredible. But you like, can't, yeah. It just 
you know, playing. Is Mendy fit? Is Mendy fit? Well, is he just fit or is he match fit? I don't think he's match fit. There's a difference, you yeah, know. Does it, that's true. He's, he's fit that he's, he's not right he's not hurt anymore, but is he match fit? But the, but the thing for me, look, it, 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 that that result doesn't bother me in the slightest. The fact that they want to they want to celebrate like they do. Okay, they beat us three times this season, which which is no mean feat at all, to be yeah. fair. And I think in one of them they really deserved it, but. If they want to celebrate being bedded in at Old Trafford, which is what they do anyway, the point I was going to get to was Solskjaer's interview where he said, yep, we're improving. And the words he came out with was, uh, yeah, we are improving, but we're Man United. (laughs) Is that even a saying anymore? Yeah, I mean, what is he... I don't even believe we are Man United... That's not even a saying anymore, is it? No, not not at all. I mean, when he 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 gave an interview as well, and he said he said when he first got to the club, meaning when he got there as a player, City weren't anything. It wasn't a rivalry, and he said now he feels it. But like now you're past it, you know. You're you know. Yeah, you've gone it's way like, dude, the other way. It's like as as you know, City fans. Yeah, yeah, we 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 love going against Man United, but I mean, we've got bigger fish to fry, you know, like. It's. Yeah. I mean, I know it, you know a two 0 loss at yeah. Old Trafford is not great. But... I mean, look, they 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 love playing on a Thursday so much. They even played their FA Cup games there now. Yeah, yeah. It's anyway, just... don't talk. Let's not waste our breath on on them. By the way, no. it's not worth it. Never is. No, um, no. And look, and look, Con. This is this is shows how bad Chelsea have been. Is that they're now going to be your closest rivals for that fourth spot? It looks like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's been so stale from has, three yeah. down, hasn't it? The league has been so stale. From yeah, three you, down. You, you're more or less wishing Wolves or Sheffield United just to come out and put a spanner in the works. I mean, look at Sheffield which, United; they keep winning. I said this. I said this the first episode. I said I love how they play with the overlapping centre backs, and it's still working. You know, it's still. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, not much more to say about it, but they just keep doing the same thing. Okay, well, listen. Um, Let's move on. Was there something? There's something this week about the EFL Cup. I know David Moyes had something to say, which is is obviously coming from the West Ham manager, which is one of our topics being yeah. the clubs that I played for. Yeah. What was that about, Jordy? So, so they're talking about a British Cup, right? They're talking about sounds good. Sounds good to me, mate. Yeah. Well, then we can move on. Yeah, I don't know anyone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're talking about uh, England, Scotland, Wales. I can't. I can't remember if they're talking about Northern Ireland or not, but they're they're including. I mean, either way, it's just you know getting Rangers and Celtics up in the mix. And I think I mean, it would help championship teams. I think yeah, they're the only three who would benefit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you know, like Scottish football, like Celtic and Rangers were so big back in the day. It's like, could that revive them playing against these top? English teams. I mean, not to talk down about the Scottish Premier League because the no, Scottish mate, Premiership because it's a, Ab- yeah Aberdeen were big in the day as yeah. well. Yeah, they, they did well in Europe. But there's a lot of there's a lot of teams. Time, you know? Would they attract more players if they were getting on these stages of where, like, say, you had away at Arsenal, away at City, away at Liverpool? You know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah, Celtic United's got to be a huge game. Exactly. Yeah. No, so it would be. it revive that rivalry? I think it's a good idea, really do. Yeah, I and, love it. I and love just it. to just to note as well as it would be instead of the the League Cup or the Man City Cup. Yeah, um, I mean, Man City Cup. Yeah, we'd be yeah. happy to win they, the British they Cup. They still win it again. 
Yeah, but it would be t- some tough competition. It would give a dynamism to the to to the league, to football, to British football. It would oh. it would integrate. You know, I mean, it's. Have you been Have you been reading this week, Mike? I try. Dynamism, <laughs> good word. That must be word of the week. I, I didn't. Even I mean, know that was a word. I, I don't know why you. I mean, I, I did. I did get an English degree. I don't know why I get called out about my about my words. Every you week, are, you are English. Yeah, I came to America to get an English degree. Um, it shouldn't be that difficult, should it? <laughs> Finding the loopholes, you know. Um, but yeah. I, I think it would be good. I think it would be good for for just British football in general. I mean, the the Welsh teams. Most of the big ones play in the in the English uh, system anyway, but I think it would really benefit Rangers in Scotland, and I mean maybe Aberdeen again. Um, you know, yeah, you got Hearts and Hibs, and yeah. I mean, yeah. could you imagine uh, uh, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers against Liverpool? I mean, I'd like to see that. It would be, it would be, yeah, it would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, you know, no, you got nearly yeah. nearly Lennon at Celtic as well. Yeah, you know, he's played for a number of of English clubs and. Also, I think it would spread. I think it would spread the awareness internationally as well. Like, because I mean, over here in America, like the Premier League's grown massively. You meet people all the time who are, you know, City fans, Arsenal fans, United fans, uh, etc., Chelsea fans. You'd probably get more of those Celtic Rangers fans as well. And not that, you know, I mean, it, some of them it doesn't go down to the heart as it does if you're from the actual area. But I think it would spread the brand really well and. You know, if you got yeah. again Celtic playing against <clears throat> Liverpool, someone who doesn't like Liverpool, uh, and they see as, it. it uh, what I'm interested in has there been a reaction from from Scotland, from the, any representatives uh, of the clubs up there? I haven't seen, but no, they're, they're yeah. in talks about it. Like the it's only, not. Yeah, the only way I can see them shutting it down is business wise, which I don't know anything about, and them want like because I mean, you look at Celtic; they've been they've won what like everything the last 10 years like everything they could possibly win in Scotland in the last 10 years so maybe they want to be like Juventus and coast off that or maybe they want a bigger challenge yeah but it's not just up to them they'll take it to, no, I know, take it to a vote yeah they? I know but it's like La Liga how Barcelona and Madrid bring in the most money so it's like they literally they, they literally ask Barcelona or Madrid like are you okay with this all right, with that being said, let's jump to... Uh, we had an email question that really stood out to us. Uh, we really appreciate you writing in. This one is from Andy Brady. Um, and he basically says, uh, enjoys listening to the podcast. Um, as a City fan, he's wondering Ian's thoughts regarding the potential of the players at the club when he joined in 89. Um, Ian, do you feel... Like having the likes of you, White, Lake, Brightwell, Inchcliffe, um, had you been supported by better senior players, uh, would the club have gone on to achieve significant successes? Um, and he says, for example, the class of 92 at United were supported by Cantona, Ince, Hughes, uh, Bruce, etc. Um, he feels that uh, those city, city guys, you, White, Lake, etc., um, if you had similar senior players, uh, you would have won multiple caps and achieved many honors in the game. Um, a two-part question. So there's that. And then also, how did it feel for you when City came back in? Uh, did you feel you had unfinished business at City, given the brevity of your first spell? So, Okay. What Firstly, what does brevity mean? <laughs> how sh- how short it was. <laughs> I'm joking, mate. Yeah. Thanks. I did get an English degree, you know. Yeah, well, that's why you've got me on the did podcast. I? No, I didn't. No, I yeah. didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
Um, well, to be fair, I was I was actually one of the older older players at the time because I mean you've read a, a number of names out there: David White, Ian Brightwell, Andy Inscliffe, Paul Lake. Missed out Stevie Redmond, who was quality centre half, and what a great lad he was as well. But they were they were the, the mainstay of the England under twenty ones at the time, so they had a lot of experience playing together on, on, a, on a league basis as as youngsters. They all came through the youth system together, and and at international level. And I was twenty four, I think, when I when I arrived. So although I, I wasn't. You know, as you say, a veteran at the time, I was three three years older than them, so I was, you know, one of the older ones. And I think our average our average age was bumped up by the likes of, I think it was Paul Cooper who played in goal at the time. And I remember he did in the Manchester derby, but because what you have to realise is my first spell, it was only five months at Man City. Um, I managed to get another manager fired in five months um, and it only took me three months after I left and went to West Ham to get Lou McCarty fired so I was quite good at that but but at the end of the day th- them lads we, we had uh, older players Neil McNabb who for me was a quality midfield player you know I, I grew up watching the likes of Glenn Hoddle at Tottenham and Neil was was a Tottenham player in that Tottenham side with Glenn alongside them so he helped me no end and and I tried to pass that on to the likes of Brighty and 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 Davy White and Red Owen you know ended up I wasn't I wasn't that far that that much detached from them age-wise that we we all became friends but it was too short-lived in my eyes and and I really was put in a position in leaving that once the manager had accepted um, the deal which Lou McCarty had, had asked for me. I think Howard, when he told me, he said he wanted Mark Ward but didn't have any money. And Peter Swales, the chairman at the time, said, no, we can't give you any money. Um, Howard said to Lou McCarty, who do you want? And Lou said, me and, and obviously Trevor Morley was part of the package and um, funny enough being at West Ham when I actually sat down with Lou and I said to him well how, how did it all come about he said well I didn't want Mark Ward to leave and he said if I, I brought up a name that I thought Howard Kendall would say no to then he'd get to keep Mark Ward but unfortunately when he brought up my name which he thought would be the name that Howard would say no to, Howard said, yeah. So once I found out that the manager was pre- prepared to let me go, I really couldn't stay, right. even though it was it was heartbreaking. I, you know, um, the deal, <laughs> ridiculously enough, you know, good a friend Trevor's to me, and Wardy has become a great friend of mine as well. Yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be seeing him at the weekend he at went, the West Ham game. He went game. to Everton, didn't he? Oh, he started at Everton, mate. He was a, I think he was a semi-pro at Everton, and then he ended up going back to Everton when, when Howard, yeah, yeah, that's why leaving, he, yeah. leaving City and and going back to Everton. He took a few of the lads. Yeah, um, I remember back talking there. to him about that. He's he's a lovely guy. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I mean, funny enough, it, 
the, the first time, there was only one time, and it wasn't so long ago, I think it was at uh, Andy King's funeral at Goodison, the first time that me, Howard and Wardy had been in the same room since 1989 when the deal happened. And and we got to talking about it, and, and Howard had said, you know, uh, Bush, I didn't really want you to go. Um, he thought I'd be the perfect foil for Wardy. If he could bring Wardy, get some money off the chairman, bring Wardy, I would be the perfect foil. Oh, well, I, I don't know, but that was the first time we'd all been in the same room in, got 30, is it 30 years? But, but it, I mean, it was it was fairly nice to hear, you know, the, the, the sort of, because once you move, once you, once you get out of that system, the thing was, it took going back to, um, once once Howard had agreed to let me go, it took sort of two weeks, maybe round about for the deal to go through. My Howard's first game in charge was Everton away, and that was the one I'd been waiting for since I signed for City, got myself back into the, the top flight. I was thinking because I grew up there and I, I sort of cut my teeth at Everton and made my debut under Howard, I was couldn't wait for Everton away, and it was his first game. And he puts me on the bench. So I felt the writing was sort of on the wall anyway. Yeah. Because I remember saying to Lakey when we heard Howard was coming back, it's been nice knowing you. And Lakey went, no, not in a million years. There's no way this club's going to let you go. And then within two weeks, I'm wearing a West Ham kit, or three weeks, whatever it was. You know, so it was it was one of them things. Um, the position we were in the league, we, we'd got... The club had got promoted that year and then I'd signed for them after they'd gone up. Obviously, five months wasn't long enough for me. It was. It all happened too fast. We did have the Manchester derby where I sort of, you know, got the third goal and, and sort of set myself as a as a fan favourite, you might say. It's funny, because just, just to interrupt, sorry. <laughs> Just interrupt. It's funny because Andy also says, "Keep up the great work," and thanks for all the memories, Ian, especially that header. And then he makes the joke about against Luton. Luton. <laughs> it's funny because people say I didn't score headers, but I scored the header against Man U. The week later, we beat Luton three-one. I scored a header again. People really don't. I'm surprised he remembered that. To be fair, yeah. Um, you so, know, does he does he make reference about coming back again? No, uh, um, back to City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asks, um, "How did it feel when you came back? Um, did you feel you had unfinished business when you got back there?" Considering, I think, yeah, I think, I think when it when it came about, I mean, I was, I think, I was thirty two. Uh, Royal, uh, I signed you, right? Joe Royal, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. he's quality man. But you know, I'd, I'd had nine years at West Ham. He'd offered me one more year to give me a testimonial. And it would have Which been lucrative for me. Of, yeah, of leaving before your testimonial. You know, yeah, I know, mate. Which yeah, is it's a just... huge cash grab for most yeah, players, is, yeah. Yeah, it is, mate. It would have been. I, um... <laughs> I mean, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't donate you'd to ca- charity like most more. players <laughs> do nowadays because yeah. they're on the multimillionaires anyway, but... We'd have uh, our I microphones know. would be a little better on the podcast today yeah, if you yeah. would have played. Oh, probably right, wouldn't. Oh, start, start a business. What are you complaining about? Just kidding. No, anyway, yeah, I, I, you, fully, yeah, I fully you would support even though I, I was... So what you're trying to say is you would have had more stuff, you'd have probably had nicer... No, 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 no not because no, of no. one game. Yeah. No. Fun game. 
That was more than that. It's a, it's a whole year. It's a whole year of uh, functions and golf days. No, and I know, but look, but look, you go you back. You go back to City though, and then and then the Wembley final against Gillingham. I mean, that's something I'm proud to say I was at. You know. Yeah, you was, mate. Well, which sort of cemented you as a City fan, I think. But, exactly. but going back just before that, uh, my my conversation with Harry Redknapp, he went to me. Um, don't have a. We we'll give it a year, but don't have a whole year. Just have a game. And so he was more or less saying to me, don't have £250,000, which probably what I would have made with the dinners and galas and golf days and days out. And I said, well, why would you say that? And he went, well, because you're going to get the players drunk every week. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, well, we were drunk every week anyway. What's the difference? Be on your tab. It will just be on my tab, yeah, probably, mate, yeah. But um, so we sort of we sort of agreed, or we didn't agree. He'd offered me the year as if like he was doing me a favour, and uh, it was my club. It wasn't his club. I'd been there nine years, you know. Yeah. I really didn't feel it was for him to judge and and have a say over my future at my club. But um, I made the agreement with him on the training field that okay, if that's the way you feel then if I find myself a club, would you waiver any transfer fee? And he said, well, well, is that what you want? I said, well, then you don't have to put up with me getting your players drunk for a year. You don't have to put up with me being a pain in your ass, which I would have been. And, and you know, I'll be happy, you'll be happy. And I think at that time he, he didn't believe that I would I would go through with it maybe. But, look, at the end of the day, as soon as I heard Man City, I, I was done. Like yeah, I said, with, with, as soon as I heard Howard was prepared to let me go, you know, that season with Harry, he'd had me on the bench 23 games, I think, and I'd got on the field three times. And for me, it was more about playing football. It wasn't about, it wasn't about the money. It never was about the money for me. Football was never about money. Yeah. Um, I wanted to play and, and look at the end of the day it was Man City and I didn't care what division they were in the division they were going in five games later and the unfinished business thing which Andy states on his question was I said that in the press at the time the reason I came back I have unfinished business I, I had a rapport with the Man City fans and it was all too short I did love my time there I left like I said because I heard the manager was prepared to let me go, not because I wanted to leave. I often think that if I'd have stayed, you know, Howard left probably nine months later, if I'd have still been there, would I have seen my 10 years at Man City? I think I probably would have, you know. But, but you know, hindsight, hindsight, um, you know, I wouldn't have swapped my time at West Ham for anything. Exactly. But I had the opportunity to go back. And people say never go back. Well, that's bullshit because... I went back and we got two promotions on the spin. Yeah. Um, and I helped. I played a part in getting the club back to a situation where they were able to go on and, and do what they've done today. And, and the, the beauty of it is the Man City fans recognise that. Yeah. And, and, and they look upon us as being the people that turned it round. And, and there's, there's no nicer feeling, you know. I wasn't one of them players that got fortunate enough to be in a top team that was challenging for trophies or Europe. 
But but when I look back and say, I never left any club on bad terms. I'm now invited back to the four clubs this weekend, four Premier League clubs that I played for. I will find time to go to a Carlisle game. Maybe not this season. You know, it's a bit difficult from the States, but... But I will find time to go. The fact is I'm invited back and I'm welcomed by the supporters, which for me is everything. You can't, you can't buy that, you know. And uh, a funny thing was when I was back at Man City and I was doing City Square, I spoke to one of the fans before I went on the stage and um, he went, you was with us in the bad times. And I went, oh, and I thought for a minute and I went, well, not really because I never had any bad times there. <laughs> The first time I had the Manchester derby and then the second time when I went back we had the two promotions on the spin and they actually asked me that question on the stage and I actually called the fan out. Well, it's all, who was standing. It's all perspective, isn't it? I mean, the view of from here makes it look yeah. like bad times, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a romantic story, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I, I've been wanting yeah, but, to bring up Foden about how, like, yeah, Foden had um had a he, Phil Foden posted a picture of his on his Instagram. We we mentioned this last week about oh, yeah. how he watched. Yeah, but Aguero. it's it's a lovely story about how like he grew up and he's been a Man City fan before. Like, I mean, similar with Stockport, me, you know, he? like before the money yeah. came into his club. Except he gets to go and play with all those yeah. amazing Ridiculous. players. I must, I must admit, I must admit, talking to the boat here, like I mean, I don't want to be too sentimental, but I wish you'd have been older. I wish you'd have been able to see more. I wish you'd have been able to feel what I felt. And I know you do when you come back with me when we go to games. I know there's a certain, like, you know, a certain euphoria, but it's nice now after the fact. I just, you know, I wish you'd have been there more often or been a little bit older when yeah. it was really happening, you know. I know you talk about Wembley, Jordy, um, and people say what was the best moment of you, you being a city, and I, I did, I did mention in an interview that, you know, it was. I told the story after that. I don't know if you remember. You was, you was only young, but when we were all together having lunch the day after, and I, I had to jump on a train. And I left you in London. I jumped on a train, went back to see the boys and have a barbecue with, with the lads to celebrate. But I said probably the, the, the best moment was looking up in the stands and, and seeing you there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, was, I mean, I... It was, it was I, something else. I, I remember the feeling. I mean, I, I think I was seven or something like that, maybe six or seven. I remember the feeling and it was uh, it was weird, you know? It was like... Yeah, I did. I did bump into somebody once, and they said they, um, they were at Wembley that day. And what I did after the game, I took my boots off and threw them into the crowd. Yeah, and and I, a guy came up to me. I think it was in a pub, and he went, uh, "I need a word with you." I said, "What?" He went, "That Wembley playoff final." I went, "Yeah." What? He went, um, "You hit me on the head with one of your boots." <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said, I wouldn't complain, but I didn't even get to, 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 to keep, keep it. Somebody else picked it up. Uh. <laughs> wow. See, I mean, you say about, like, how we weren't there and all that, like, you know, for the best part of the year. But, I mean, especially being in America, the main thing people ask me when they say, um, when they find out that you're a professional footballer and that you play for Man City was, oh, and they ask me and they go, oh, did you ever uh, meet David Beckham? And I go... <laughs> um, oh, uh, the one—the one thing I actually walked by him once when I was like three years old, 
or four years old. But the only reason I remember that is because I remember the game. And it wasn't because I was so focused on David Beckham. I was so focused on the game. And it was just at half time that we brushed by him. That it was just like whatever. You know like that's who it was. And I remember at half time he ended up actually kneeling on the um, pitch. He never actually went inside. And all the Man City fans were throwing stuff at him. Just because you know he was being David Beckham at the time. And you know I didn't care about that. I didn't care about David Beckham. No matter what good stuff he's, he went on to do. But. It was all about the game, and the only reason I remember about seeing David Beckham was because I remember that game so perfectly well, and yeah. I remember enjoying the game so much, you know. And yeah. like I didn't care; he wasn't a superstar to me. It was it was going and seeing and enjoying that game. Even yeah, that I, was... I wasn't even a City fan then. I wasn't a Man City fan. I was just because I, like, I love what's going on, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Well. Well, look, let's. Does that answer the question? Yeah. I think we've got a lot of content there for Andy. I think so. Thank you so much, Andy, for writing in. Um, And if anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone else has any other questions, you know, you can always email in at fivepintsin at gmail.com. You can write in at the Twitter uh, at fivepintsin. We've also got the Instagram set up. Kind of how do they reach us on Instagram? It's um, the handle is five pints in dot podcast I think. Correct, yeah. I um, so you can a few times, you yeah. can write us there. Um, there's content on there. Um, we're not ending just yet, but just to while we're on the track, also make sure you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating if you think we deserve it. Don't give us a one star rating if you think <laughs> we deserve that. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's take a minute. We're gonna look ahead at the uh, the weekend fixtures coming up today. As the podcast comes out, we've got uh, Red Bull Leipzig uh, versus Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Leipzig are one nil up. What is the story with this one? Is I mean, we were talking earlier about maybe Mourinho's under pressure. I don't think he is. I think with Kane and Son being injured, like how could he be under pressure? If, if he's under pressure, then. Lampard's under the same pressure. We won't trail off, but I'm just saying, it's a it's a good excuse, isn't it? I mean, I I can butt in really quick and just say, um, uh, Mourinho doesn't have um, the pressure like a Chelsea manager has. You know, he's not under that pressure anymore. He doesn't have Abramovich breathing down his neck saying, "If you don't give me a silverware this season, you're fired." You know, so. I think he has a little more leeway, and especially with his two top goal scorers out of the picture. You know, I I agree. Yeah, the, on- it's good. Go on. the only thing about that is, I mean, Frank being a young manager and fresh um, first season, you know, the transfer embargo yeah. for them to qualify will be a bigger feat than than Tottenham doing it. I I think Mourinho being an established manager who's who's won the biggest trophies in the game, a special one. I, I think there is a pressure, yeah, yeah but but one. he's had his he's had his legs taken away from him. Like you've got Harry Kane injured, and you've got Hungmin Son injured. I mean, who, who do you play? I mean, you play Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, fine, and he's a great player, but he's obviously. I mean, he's not. He's not going to score the goals Harry Kane scores. No, nah, he's relying but, on. But it isn't just that. It isn't just that for me because look, if you've got if you've got your your attacking line missing, you still should be the same until you get there you still should be 
putting in the performances at the back and in the midfield right. and creating things. If, if, if other players are up there, they don't finish like Son, they don't finish like Kane, that's understandable. Right. But they're not getting to that point, are they? No, they, they're, they're, not, they're not part. So Jose Mourinho's driving that bus that you took from the airport to the budget car park because he's clearly <laughs> not parking the bus at Tottenham. Because, I mean, the, the game... Um, the game they lost against Norwich was it during the week in the FA Cup oh, when they got sure, knocked yeah. out. So it's amazing. That's yeah, amazing, yeah, and then Eric Dyer jumps over the 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 advertising boards and runs up the the, 20, the 20 stairs, stands. Yeah. the stands to to try and fight a guy that was messing with his brother. I mean. I love how allegedly, Mar- allegedly. Well, well, he no, he one hundred percent jumped over the boards and ran yeah, up the stairs. We've seen the pictures. Yeah. I, what do you Look, think of that? I, I, res- I respect that. I mean, I, if, if, I mean, you know, I've got my brother sitting here in front of me. If anyone was talking shit about me, I'd, I'd hope he'd defend me and then I'd run up and defend him, yeah, you know, or I, vice I, versa. I still think... Um, Are you talking in a pub? In a pub, yeah, fine, but... No, I think it's instinct, though. No, it doesn't you, matter. Of course it is. If you can come to the game... You're not like you know. It's not like your say is valid. You know, I still think Cantona should be compensated. You know, even though he did take a, his boot to someone's chest. You know, I still think he did the right thing. Well, that's different. Even though, though. no, oh, no, 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 oh. you do, no, no. If you, if you go, if you go back, and then, I'm, I'm oh. saying it's, I'm saying family instinct. If, if you want to with Eric Dyer. no, but you don't, you don't compare it though, oh, do no, you? But you talk about the abuse, yeah, the abuse all of a sudden, like all this, all the time, yeah, this, yeah. You know, you, but, but like the thing like, is, like, Eric, you know, Eric Dyer would probably take the abuse, but he wouldn't take his brother getting in a fight with the fan, enough. which I can, but I can really respect. I mean. And he says it 20 times in a row. He says, as a person, he should have done exactly what he did. Right. But as a professional, he shouldn't have done it. But then he reiterates and says, but as a person, he should have done what he did. Yeah, you know, like, like what if his brother was saying, like, what if his brother was getting his head smashed in? I mean, exactly, the guy was a little yeah. shithead, you know? Exactly. Like, and he's running away he's from He's running him, away from Dyer, yeah, giving him yeah. the finger. Like, the guy. Yeah, Mourinho's saying it without saying it, saying, you like, know what? I wish I could have Dyer's lucky Dyer he didn't did. catch him, but I wish Dyer would have decked him. I know, him. the first video I saw, I thought he was punching him, and I was so happy. I was yeah. like, and I, I mean, you know, I'm oh. a Chelsea fan, and I, I'm not all for Spurs, well, and I, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. Die is the best player in the world, but I was like, you know what? If a fan's getting what he deserves, then that's fine with yeah. me. But he didn't end up hitting him. It, the video was blurry and all right. that, but Mourinho ends up backing him. And then he plays him against Burnley, which is great, game. but he plays he him plays at centre-back, which was a little strange. Yeah, Because yeah. he went to park the bus, and then... <laughs> yeah, and then the, but the, the bus... Like, <laughs> the bus don't had, hit you. Yeah. Don't hit a fan, right, otherwise right. you're going to play anyway, a centre-back. enough of that. Enough of that. Well, enough but, that. But, but, but no, on the, same, on the same sort of subject, though, Leipzig against Tottenham. So, Mourinho, oh, Mourinho was talking about Ndombele not giving it his all no, against... Burnley. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Well, he said he didn't, he didn't name him at all. He said it. Was, he said, yeah, it's it's no name. De, no name. Bele. What's his name? Yeah. He said it was. He said it was one of two players, and it wasn't Oliver Skip. Um, okay. So anyway, Tottenham play Leipzig. What do you think? Are they coming back one nil down? They're away from home. No. Leipzig with the away goal. No, they were dominated in the game at home, possession wise, chances wise. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't see, I don't see that happening. You know, they, they'll, 
well, you can't even say they'll look for a repeat of of the Ajax game last season because it's not the same team. No. Um, but Lucas there's could not, play. There's not three goals to get. There's only one, but I just don't see them doing it. No, Lucas I don't see it, them. it is the same team. No Kane. Um, I'm pretty sure Son wasn't in that game. He I might. He Lucas might have been. Played, and no. Lucas was the Lucas was the outlet, and he and he more than performed. He scored a hat trick. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the team in itself has changed a little bit, mate. Without that, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Look at them same out same the left back, back line. Yeah, you similar know, back like, line. They're scared. So. So yeah, so that takes us to Wednesday anyway. We've got a few games. Uh, one big talking point is PSG against Dortmund is being played behind closed doors because of the coronavirus. Now is that because PSG don't want them Dortmund fans? I mean, we were at the Dortmund City game back in what was it, two thousand eleven at the Etihad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and they don't stop. Ba- There's like a trampoline my, under the feet. That was one of the best atmospheres. Yeah, of any yeah. game I've, so, been, I've been to. Favorite, my favorite fans ever. Connor's got a lot of favorite. Fans. No, 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 no. I'm talking about actually witnessing, yeah, yeah, witnessing them. Five thousand fans, yeah. in a what in the Etihad, yeah, yeah. were louder than anyone else. And they, were, they were on a trampoline. They were on a trampoline the whole time. Minutes. So PSG yeah. have said we're playing behind closed doors. PSG are actually down. What is it? Two one. So I mean, smart move by PSG. All jokes aside, you know, I mean, it's because of the coronavirus or whatever, but. I mean, it, you know, it's, it might help PSG. I don't know. I see Dorman scoring. I'll yeah. tell you that. No, I think Neymar needs a crowd for his Instagram followers. That's true. You know? That is true. Yeah. Well, so then that same day, we've got Liverpool Atletico. And I like to say this, but Liverpool are 1 0 down. Atletico are going to park the bus. Simeone is going to play. Well, they did, they did their own, matter. didn't they? They did a Man United. Um, yeah. Scored a. Let, let's, it's at well, Anfield, you know. I know, but. but even so, what what they did in the home leg, they looked like the away team, didn't they? They, yeah. they? they got everyone behind the ball and tried to hit them on a break. Look, Liverpool are vulnerable, I, I think, recently. You know, even before, you know, weeks before, like like I said last week, Watford could have broke them down. Southampton could have broke them down. Yeah, West Ham recently yeah. could have broke them down. Now, if it lets a go, go for it. And, and do get a goal at Anfield. It's gonna, it could cause problems. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Bournemouth went Bournemouth went one 0 I, I think I think I think Liverpool are gonna pummel them. It was. I don't think uh, they, Liverpool destroyed. They made a let's go look like a team that should be in uh, Europa League or should. I, I would like Liverpool. I would actually like Liverpool to pummel them because I don't like Simeone I do. and I can't. Yeah. I can't stand Diego Costa. Or Whether any... he plays or he doesn't play. I don't like the fact that a team that have been in what is it, three of the last three of the last five years they've been in European finals, is it? Uh, uh, Can you'd have to check that. But it was the Europa League they won and then he was in No, no, yeah. They two no. Champions League finals. I know in recent years. For them to play the way they did, you know, okay, it's 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 Liverpool. They are supposedly the best team in Europe right now. But, the world, but yeah. to show that sort of fear on your own ground, yeah. um, exactly. you know, for the whole game, exactly, to watch yeah. Simeone try and g the crowd up, exactly. Um, it's seconding to me. I, I hope it's, they, it's I a hope performance. Liverpool, it's a performance. All, all I, I hope Liverpool kicked it off. All yeah. I will yeah, say I too do. is is Allison's injured, isn't he? And Robertson's injured. I, I don't think. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah, Rob, I mean, Robinson didn't play I, last I, weekend. I don't think well, they might not have a shot on goal anyway, so that might exactly. not make a difference. That's what I was about to say. My my problem with Atletico Madrid is um, I 
I actually hate them more than any other team on this planet because what they do and what they did, like what oh, they did against. You're doing, you're doing Man United an injustice there, mate. No, no, you know what? I think I actually hate them more than Man United. Um, what they, because what they do is they, uh, I mean, like they did against Liverpool. I'm not saying they always score early, but they um, apply their pressure early and they scored. And then the rest of the game, they just dive, they cheat. And then, but the thing is, what they do is they bring other teams in, and they lower them down to their standard. I mean, you look at Henderson, yeah, which is which is typical Simeone. Exactly. You look at Henderson. I mean, everyone at like the 60th minute started screaming and diving and cheating, and you saw Henderson, and no one touched them. I wish VAR went a, went along with this because he literally screamed at the top of his lungs. You heard it on the microphone, and no one touched them. And and it's because he's losing, and he sees other people cheat. He sees the winning team is cheating. Sounds so, like Bruno Fernandez against right. exactly. And it, but they yeah. Atlético Madrid do it best, and I hate that. And they've always been doing that. And I mean, they've been kind of a rival of Chelsea the last eight years or so, and that's why I've noticed it more and more. And with the whole like uh, Felipe Luis, Diego Costa, everyone you know going back and forth, Fernando Torres, obviously, you know I've noticed it more. So. They cheat more than any other team on this planet, and I absolutely hate. So I so, have to get that so, across. Yeah. So let's so let's look at the, the Champions League. It's just like hopefully we'll get fifty percent of the English teams through because you know the following week, obviously it's going to be City, Madrid, Chelsea, yeah. Bayern, who are sort of done. You know, Tottenham might yeah. feel it done. Let's hope Liverpool. Let's hope Liverpool kick their ass. But don't forget that think- City play Arsenal. City play uh, yeah. Arsenal in the Premier League as well on the Wednesday. I think I just I'm just gonna say I think City are the only English team going through. I think I think I think the Champions League set up perfectly for City to win it. I think yeah I think City are the All only the English teams, team going through, and I think City yeah. could beat any of these other teams. Yeah, Barca are down. Yeah, uh, PSG are down. No, Barca one one aren't they? Oh one one. All right, still against Napoli. Yeah, still you know. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. But it's still, probably the only other team to fear. Uh, anyway, and you could you can miss them in no the draw. Suarez, you know, yeah, you can miss them in the draw. Don't worry, they got said, the new like signing said, that they stole. So. Oh, Martin Braithwaite. We still need to talk about him, but we'll we'll save it till the next episode. Yeah. Anyway, so City Arsenal on Wednesday. That is a re uh, a rescheduled game uh, at the Etihad. Um, yeah, can you believe people are saying now Liverpool will win the title at Everton if City lose their next two games? What are you, what Arsenal, are you thinking? Burnley, yeah. Arsenal and Burnley. What are you thinking, really? You know, to, to even come up with that statement. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to be at the the Everton Liverpool game, so that's the last thing I want to see. Yeah. Liverpool as, be- as beautiful as seal it, the title as, as good as be, Park. You know? But yeah, but we could have won the title against United um, two seasons ago, couldn't we? And we didn't we didn't do it. So it's well, it's not going to happen anyway. But no. Okay, so so the games the games of the weekend, you know, like we've said, oh, we've talked about the the Champions League and the qualifications there, and and we we touched on Solskjaer saying United are now up there ten unbeaten, the closest rivals to Chelsea for the fourth spot. You know, Chelsea have languished on that fourth position for weeks and weeks now, and I just I still I get the feeling that somebody's going to catch them. I think that's okay somebody's, though. I still think that's more than what Lampard. 
you know, yeah. I, I said this last week. Yeah, it's it's fine, more yeah. than what we expected, but you know, he's he's coasting now. I don't think he's in any yeah, trouble. I, no, no, but, I, don't, but, I don't think he's coasting. I, I don't. He's, he's not in any finally, trouble. He's not. In oh any no, trouble. no, no. All right, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's coasting. But the excitement, the excitement is down the bottom, isn't it? The excitement is down exactly, the bottom. Yeah. If we look, yeah. if we look at the fixtures down there, the yeah. big games, the big games this weekend. Have you got? I don't know if you've got the Bournemouth, Saturday. Bournemouth yeah, play do, Palace yeah. on Saturday. Bournemouth yeah. Palace. Yeah, I'm going to be at the Bournemouth game on the Saturday. I've got a, I've got my marathon footballathon. I've got Bournemouth Palace on a Saturday. There was talk about would the game be switched for whatever reason. I hope not because if it's switched, it would have been switched to the Sunday. But I'm committed to go and watch West Ham Wolves, which is another massive game. That's a huge game. Um, yeah, um, West Ham and Tottenham. Tottenham United. Oh, no, so West Ham home, well. sorry. Norwich, Southampton. Yeah, I think Norwich could actually turn them over and drag Southampton into You've it. You've got Newcastle, Sheffield as well. Yeah, Newcastle had a good win at Southampton. I that, think Sheff. That, yeah, but Sheffield, I think they, I think they'll beat them. Yeah, well, they're just so you know consistent. What? Yeah. Villa, Chelsea is the the half five game con. Yeah. Not for you, obviously, over there. It'll be the half twelve game, won't it? Half one, because our clocks went forward. Half one, yeah. oh, it's the four hours now. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah with I the mean, daylight even, savings. Even though, even though Leicester just beat them four 0 and Chelsea are on a on a nice little run. Jack Grealish scores a hat trick. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, I'd make a big bet against that. I would. <laughs> I'd make a if big Jack bet. Grealish scores a hat trick, we the, have to the, record the, the podcast. Team, the, I'd make a big bet that he doesn't shed a tear. Um, I honestly right. don't even. I'm not even betting that Chelsea will even win that game. You know, I have that little no. faith. No, no. As as well as as well of a run that they've been on. I, they're not a Sounds like trust. that. Sounds like that fifth <laughs> base kicking in, son. No, that's more like that seventh. Israelov, Israelov. Israelov, Israelov. Isn't he a Russian player? Yeah. <laughs> they're not a uh, team to trust, and um, I, I just I'm hoping for the best every single game. I'm not going in confident these last nine games. I'm just I I would not bet on any of these in the last nine Chelsea games. Well, oh. Chelsea need to win, mate, because they need to do West Ham and Bournemouth a favour by keeping Villa down there. You've got Watford, yeah. Home, yeah, to, Watford home to Leicester, which I think, you know, what they did against Liverpool at home, I think Watford will be strong at home. Uh, they could turn Leicester over, they could, put yeah. a spanner in the works. Brighton at Arsenal, can't trust Arsenal, to be fair, mm. to go and take points down at Brighton. Brighton nicked a good draw at Wolves, last weekend yeah. which I didn't see the game but anybody going to Wolves these days and getting a point you've got it's City, decent yeah you've got City Burnley I mean uh, you know City or City 3-4 it's nil. a nothing game that mate isn't it it's yeah. a sort of nothing game exactly I mean I, I Bur- think we've Burnley all accepted Burnley on in danger yeah no we've all accepted we're going to finish second and, and Pep's concentrating on the Champions League so yeah, yeah. that's that's a sort of nothing game it won't be a nothing game to the players obviously no. but you know, City will go out and do what City do. Um, like I say, Newcastle, Sheffield United, the Sunday. West Ham uh, Wolves, Spurs United. That's it, yeah. Spurs United, obviously that may impact Yeah. the, the Champions League places, but I really, Could, yeah. 
I, I really don't care about that game and who no, wins no, that. No. Monday and, and who then doesn't. yeah, and then Monday you're at Goodison Park for Liverpool. Monday I'm at the Merseyside Derby. Like I said, um, uh, apparently the tickets are as rare as rocking horse shit. <laughs> That's what my mate told me when he that said he is, couldn't get and, them. And if you could, and if you could ever describe a Scouse game as as much as that, <laughs> the tickets are as rare as rocking horse shit. <laughs> For anybody else outside of Liverpool, <laughs> right? Yeah, so no. That, now I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, look, look uh, Bournemouth Saturday. You just see, Sati. just find some splinters on the floor, and you'll be able yeah. to get a whole ticket yeah. together. Yeah, so Bournemouth Saturday, West Ham Sunday, drive up to London, drive up to Liverpool Monday, and then uh, hopefully it'll be a better weekend than, than this weekend. And yeah. then Tuesday, it's uh, the Etihad for Man City and Real Madrid. Yeah, which... but I don't want to get too much into that game because we will have another podcast out oh, uh, right, yeah. before okay, then, right. so we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. I'm um, just excited that I'm going to be there. It's That's funny what, how yeah. no matter... Whoever you are on this planet, no one can. Everyone has to envy you and what you're, what you're going to watch right now. You know, like it doesn't matter whether you're the best manager in the world. You know, you have the most money on the planet. Like you're, you're not witnessing all these games that you're going. No, I don't. Um, I don't know if anybody else would do it. Actually, yeah. That, I mean, it's my, kind of like a little bit. It's my, it's my four teams. They all happen to be. It's weird the way it's happened. They all happen to be at home. This weekend, where I, that I'm going to be, and I, f- I figured, why not? I lo- took a look at it. Can I get down to Bournemouth? Yes, I can. Can I drive an hour and a half back to London Sunday morning? Get there for the West Ham game. It'll give me, I think, it's eight o'clock at Goodison, so I can, I can get drunk with the West Ham lads that I used to play with after the game. I can sleep in. Still have time to drive up to Liverpool, and then. Uh, Hopefully celebrating the Everton win out in Liverpool Town Centre. And then on a Tuesday, uh, another sleep in and go and watch City turn over Real Madrid again. It should be, yeah. um, uh, should be a good four days. I, I yeah. hope it's a good four days. I'm sure I'm not, I'm, not expecting, I'm not expecting anything less than four victories. I'm not expecting you to Bournemouth. sleep at all, to be fair. You're not expecting what, mate? I'm not expecting you to sleep at all. Probably not. Yeah. Well, well there's there's enough time for that. <laughs> there's a there, I mean some uh, great games there. Make sure if you are out there go swarm Ian as much as you can. Give him some questions. Uh yell his name, mess up his hair as yeah, we saw in that some, last video cuz tomatoes thrown at him. <laughs> don't, don't mess up my hair by the way. Don't no, touch but, me here. Those three uh, hairs don't don't, t- don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't touch his hair then. Um but yeah, I mean, this has been such a good episode. Uh, you know, I just want to remind everyone to make sure they follow us on Twitter. Go to at Five Pints In. That's our Twitter handle. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram if you're a little more hip. It's Five Pints In dot podcast. I don't know if that's an at or if it's not, but go on Instagram and search Five Pints In. You'll find us there. Make sure you go on to the Apple Podcast uh, and, and listen to us there. Search Five Pints In, and we'll show up. Um, and make sure you give us five stars if you think we're worthy of it send in any questions to fivepintsin at gmail.com you can send in those questions at twitter as well and um, Ian or dad or whatever I call you (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks. We should have a dad count every Thanks. time you say dad. Thanks. We keep, keep a count. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on your podcast. Um, it <laughs> You're was, welcome, It was son. a bitch to set up this audio, but we made it work. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I'll have to figure out how I plug these cables in and unplug them the same way. Um, right, Connor, thanks for joining me. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, He's thanks for leaving. T- He's already out the door. I just had to let him know. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us this week. Make sure you listen and rate us, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, everyone. See you. Ta-da now.